Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's primarily the biggest clubs that has a lot of money that uses video to develop talent. And we want to make this possible for everybody. So using technology, we're able to democratize the use of video in sports. We have some of the best researchers in the world working on this product, something we're very proud about. Hello everybody, welcome back to Talk Seamers Podcast. I'm Simo, today I'm joined by Jake. Say hello Jake. Hello guys, welcome back. And we're also joined by Ollie. Say hello Ollie. Hi guys. <laughs> Thanks very much for coming on Ollie. Uh, Ollie is he's your head of marketing for Vio. Uh, if you've not heard of Vio, you've most likely seen Vio at some point uh, in your life or you've seen some integration of Vio uh, at some point. They work within a, a ridiculous amount of clubs, almost 5,000. I couldn't believe this number when I was reading it on the website, Ollie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it, it's a lot of teams. Uh, obviously, a lot of data in the back end as well to deal with, but... Uh... But yeah, we've grown pretty quickly in the last year and a half. Is that growth come just in the space of a year and a half? That is absolutely insane. I'm reading this number as well. Almost 230,000 matches recorded. It seems yeah. an incomprehensible number, really. <laughs> it is. It is. I don't know how how or where or, or what it's how it's stored or, or whatever it, um, kind of servers are out there. But uh, yeah, don't ask me any questions on the technical side. But no, it seems, uh, it seems pretty <laughs> crazy. Um, uh, and yeah, still going on the journey, still picking up customers every day and still getting people to, to record their matches in sort of, I think, pretty much every country in the world we cover now. Um, I don't even know the other country that we don't. So yeah, pretty cool stuff. Absolutely insane. It must be something you're immensely proud of. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, just to go back to, to your introduction, you know, I can't actually t- tell you that I'm head of marketing. I'm head of UK marketing, but overall, um, that's uh, <laughs> a lot of it's run out of Denmark as well. So that's the sort of national um, part I head on the UK national side. But uh, but particularly in the UK, I can speak on that. It's It's been a ridiculous journey from where I started, where barely anybody really knew about it, I guess, um, particularly in grassroots clubs. Some professional clubs had it in one particular 
club. Um, we're like a bit of a champion of it in Burnley and their academy, um, but no one really else had. So it's been you know, a bit of a whirlwind, particularly with the circumstances that we've we've grown under. Um, so uh, so yeah, so it's still as I said, still growing and still excited to uh, to keep plugging away. And I can I can understand completely why this product has been successful as it has been and why it's experienced that that rapid amount of growth uh we had on callum laurie not too long ago who was he's a director at um devon vale fc hello callum if you're listening friend of the show um and we, we talked a little bit about the hunger for data not only at you know the top level clubs it, the hunger for data is just it's trickling down all the way to like and if you can get an affordable option like this to to watch a match back and analyze it i mean the thing is, like, not everybody learns the same. There's different learning styles there. Mm. We learned a bit about it. But me and Jacob done a bit of teaching uh, in our past sort of uh, careers, and um, you know, having a different sort of input for the player to learn from, uh, especially young players when they're at that developmental stage between sort of like you know the ages of fourteen and, and twenty one. That, that's got to be absolutely crucial for for a yeah. young player's development. Yeah, massively. And I think that's that's really where the product was born out of um, that complete lack of opportunity. To, to watch your games back between the age of, I guess, even as early as 10, all the way up to sort of 18. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I remember I was playing quite a long time ago now, um, when I was sort of 12, 13. I would give absolutely anything to, to watch some of my goals back, um, of which I will tell you there was a few back then. Uh, not so many now, but there was a few back then. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, so, some of them, you know, are, you've probably all scored an incredible goal in the playground, an incredible goal sort of uh, mm-hmm. on the on the training pitch or even in a game that you think, oh, if I could watch that back, if I could send that to my mates, that's, you know, that's a moment that I want to relive forever. And I mm. think that's where the whole company was born. I mean, it was the, the founder, Keld, sort of started the company after he missed his son's first ever goal for his grassroots football team in Denmark. Yeah. Um, was absolutely gutted that he missed it. Um, obviously, um, he just turned up late to the game, um, was probably mm-hmm. working, uh, knowing Curled, and uh, and yeah, um, <laughs> was was really upset that, that, um, that he missed the goal. But, you know, he then thought, well, why can I not see that back? Why is it impossible for me to ever relive that moment with my son? Um, so they basically said, let's try and find a solution for this. Then they started uh, in the basement of someone's house with a table, football table and two mm-hmm. camera lenses, two GoPros on covering one <laughs> side of the pitch and a group and a GoPro covering the other side of the table and just scaled it from there. Um, so a real sort of startup basement story. But it, as I said, it's born out of this, you know, completely unfair uh, idea that only the, the best players get filmed and that just shouldn't be the yeah. case um, and I think that's really what VO is built upon and uh, and the fundamentals that, that we sort of um, use is we have to have it catered towards the grassroots and the developmental stage of players we have to make sure that their needs are served first and yes if it you know, it becomes a product that professional teams adapt, which it has, then brilliant. But it's always been that focus of the developmental stage and the uh, and the actual grassroots side of things that, that we've been really proud of. That's quite that's quite lovely that it's, it's been born at a moment um, that, yeah. that the idea came from. I'm quite, I'm for one glad that there's no footage of me playing football because uh, it'd just be <laughs> hours upon hours of me firing into Rose Ed. Uh, <laughs> well, you've got um, a Liverpool shirt on today, so I'm not sure. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm not sure they could have even dealt with you today, to be honest with you. They could have had anyone up front and wouldn't have scored, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I was watching uh, some some of the footage actually from today, and it's like it's just a, a national tough pitch in the middle of like a desert and mountains all around. And I was like, it's so great you can just set one of these up and you're sort of good to go. Uh, but mm. I recognise some big clubs in here, so I'd imagine the big clubs are, are they're using it at sort of their their youth team level. Are they getting a lot of joy out of it? What, what's the feedback on their end? Yeah, so I mean, we we've worked now with a few sort of you know, big clubs um, over the last year or so, particularly in the UK and. Uh, Everton and Wolves, um, uh, they've always provided really good feedback on the product itself, how it can be, how it is used in a professional setting. Um, mm. And one of those uses is sort of throughout the early developmental stage. So sort of under nines to under 14s. So pre-academy, um, it's it's used there very heavily, essentially just, just to film games. I mean, there's a massive difference between um, using video from sort of 18s through 23s into the first team and then using video below that. When you use video below that, it's more focused on the individual. As you're developing yeah. individual players, yeah. the, the analysis and the feedback needs to be cased towards the individual rather than the team because results really shouldn't matter at that age. Um, and they really don't matter at all in pre-academy and at academy level even. they you know There's no real league. Well, there is a league, but no one really takes much notice of it. It's all about the players and how they develop. Um, so... <laughs> That's why we really brought in you know, things like player tagging, building player profiles, um, the players being able to interact with themselves and and follow themselves manually um, so they can watch every sort of step that they make. And, um, and also the coaches being able to tag the players and comment on them and that comment gets sent direct to that player profile. It's... Uh, all of that is because we've got these this feedback and these uh, this this good working relationship with the likes of Wolves and Everton that we're able to you know cater the product towards that developmental stage. And I think it's wrong often for companies to say we're going to do it this way, and this is the way we should do it because it's you know it's the way we think. We always are mm-hmm. looking for sort of innovation partners, I guess, to to try mm-hmm. and help us develop as a as a product. And, and that's been really useful, I think, over the last couple of years or so. Definitely. Uh, one thing I wanted to pick your brain on was the commercial use in this. So obviously, from so we, we're talking about grassroots as we're talking like lower league. So up in Scotland here, the the Highland and Lowland League, um, down in down in England, talking you know Van Ram and North South and the ones mm. below that as well. Um, so obviously, a lot of those clubs, all the revenue comes from gate receipts. Um, not from broadcast deals or, or commercial deals, but with something like this, you have the opportunity to film a game. Uh, and you could broadcast it live on a platform like Twitch or your own website. You could pay. F- you could get virtual tickets, or um, if you put it on Twitch, you know you could get subscriptions and donations and things like that. And it's a different avenue of revenue. I've sh- and I've seen it in a couple of clubs. Uh, BSC Glasgow, I think, is one that's, that's that's done it, and they they kind of moved into a sort of virtual experience because you, you know you couldn't go down and attend the match. Um, mm. I think it should be brought in on top of that, even when even when you know gates open up. You know, hopefully in the summer, we'll, we'll keep yeah. fingers crossed for that. Yeah. Uh, but I think I think it should be a thing. I think lower league clubs in the Highland Low League, Van Ram and North South. Uh, I know Van Ram and North South they do get some sort of television coverage and stuff like that. But I think you should, as a club, you should be able to put that out there for for fans that can't make the game or for fans yeah. that have moved away from from the local area to be able to go in online and watch their team. Definitely, definitely. I mean, I'm, I'm unfortunately as of this moment, we're, we're not a, a live. Um, feed products so you actually can't put like a, an overlay on, on on twitch or or youtube or anything but um yeah, certainly that's something i'm you know can't say too much but we're thinking about or certainly not to think about in the future um yeah. mm-hmm. but uh but yeah in terms of sort of cold hard examples there are hundreds of examples of um clubs who have 
you know, far lower than what you're talking about, the North and Southern, uh, Northern mm-hmm. and Southern leagues, um, and even sort of, you know, past the national league system down to mm-hmm. sort of Saturday, Sunday league football. Yeah. You have these clubs, these really innovative clubs who are putting a video camera up, uh, and essentially offering, uh, a local business. Um, sometimes, you know, it could be a pub. Sometimes it could be like a shared workspace, for instance. Sometimes it could be a cafe and saying, well, look, we have, 500 followers on Instagram. We're going to put up our goals every week of the game. You'll get, you know, at least a thousand hits um, on that channel. How much are you willing to pay for that? Yeah. The local business guys, well, actually, we'll, we'd probably pay, you know, a good hundred pound a week for that. Brilliant. Well, you know, there's your sponsorship money. That's you know, four four grand a year, and uh, and and you're done for the year. And you can get good kit. You can sort of develop your ground. You can get dugouts. Um, you know, all sorts of things that, that it's contributing to. Um, obviously offsetting the, the camera cost would probably be the first portal call as well. Um, but yeah, there are hundreds of examples that, of clubs that use that um, and, and have gone down that avenue, which is it's been really good to see. Yeah, definitely. So Ollie, how did, um, how did it come about that you sort of got into this then? How did you hear about VO and, and make your mark on them basically? Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit of a, it was a bit of a, uh, uh, a naughty story, really. Um, I was uh, I was working for uh, another company, um, uh, a conference company, an events company called Leaders, uh, and they produce sort of large events, uh, corporate events around sport. Um, and uh, I was on the sales team, so I was pitching for you know sponsorship or or, or just delegates people to come along to uh, to, to the conference. Um, and then I saw this company Vio, and I was like, "Oh, that's, that looks pretty cool." They got Burnley on their uh, on their homepage. They got a cool video. That's uh, a, an interesting company. So I called them, spoke to Henrik directly, the CEO. He massively made an impression on me. Um, but we we got on really well. And then I'd messaged him about two months later when I was looking to uh, to make a move, saying, "Oh, by the way, I'm going to be on the move. Do do you have a uh, do you have any slots? And he was like, well, you know, not really. We have a, a sales team out of Denmark. Unless you want to move to Denmark, you know, there's nothing really we can do. But then a week later, <laughs> um, he said, actually, well, look, we're going to be trying to find someone to do our marketing in the UK and sort of grow the product in the UK from a from more organic perspective rather than, you know, just Facebook ads and Instagram yeah. ads. We're going to need to do sort mm-hmm. of more you know, on-the-ground partnerships and more sort of, you know, getting into the community. Would you be interested in I said I was, and yeah, after about two weeks of, of you know, flew into Denmark, had some good conversations, um, just just signed the contract, and it was probably you know, one of the most exciting times ever because it was a new product, new start, and haven't really looked back yet. Um, and to be honest, it, per- personally, it just resonated with me so much, the product, and I probably it probably resonated with anyone who's played football or grassroots football, and I think Definitely. I was just right place, right time, really. Um so, uh, so yeah, it was uh, it was really nice to get on board at that time. It's a really good story. Headhunted <laughs> <laughs> essentially. Um, yeah, yeah. I can I, again. I can just just to hit that home. Like, like sometimes I do see a, a product and I think, you know, how is that growing? But this, I, th- I think, how is that like only growing this much? I mean, That's, every single club should yeah. have one. And in terms of like, I love that example of, of low league clubs kind of using that to kind of build themselves up a wee bit. And because goals, you, you work in market, I'm sure you know that they're highly clickable. Uh, I wish we could yeah. get copyright to use them because uh, <laughs> our podcast would grow much quicker. We've got to essentially make our own ads, which is pretty rubbish. Maybe, maybe even lockdown ends, we can get... Um, uh, some footage of us five fat boys running around a five-a-sides pitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, th- I, th- 
I can under I can totally I totally understand and it's for yourself working on a marketing point of view. I mean to work with a product that that essentially you know can resonate with that amount of people. That's that's got to be because you're not you're not physically trying to get it in someone's pocket, are you? You know. <laughs> no, no, exactly. And it, and it's a product that that I love and I would buy. Um, and I'd put a sort of push my club to buy even if I wasn't working for for, for them. Mm. Um. So so yeah. I mean that's that's why I loved it so much. And then sort of understanding where they wanted to go and what they wanted to do. Um, you know, brilliant that they could, you know, they wanted to reach out to, to professional clubs. They wanted to speak to, you know, some really interesting ones um, and uh, and work directly with them. But all the more brilliant, they were really focused on community football and grassroots football in particular. Um, so uh, so that was something that really drew me to, to want to work with them, really. Yeah, it's good to see a, a company that wants to sort of cater towards the lower leagues i always we've spoke about this before haven't we simo that you know grassroots football and lower league football definitely needs that boost and and companies like yourselves working with these clubs it's, it's always great to see it's not just catered for that one percent um which yeah you find a lot of places are catered for that one percent um it was like um yeah like the, the starch track in terms of running and movement um that was that wasn't affordable like when that mm. first came out i mean that cost an absolute bomb <laughs> when that first came yeah. out you had to be a, a a decent decent club uh with some decent money you know to to get one you know and no no like yourselves it's becoming much more affordable and i think data yeah. As the evolution of football, personally, I was speaking to this about, uh, you know, like, like Callum and um, and how it's moving forward. And, and every pretty much and everybody in football we speak to, when we speak to these lower league clubs, I think, yeah, it's trickling down. It is the next step for us. It is what's going to, what, what's going to produce the next generation of footballers and, and develop, of de- developing their, their, their talents that are going to suit their roles for when they do break into the, you know, whether it be, you know, you know into the professional leagues, essentially. You know, they would, they would, they would have been built up. Um, and I think we'll hear more stories about players coming up not within academies um, because of stuff like this. Because Massive you will be able to you will be able to develop them outside that you know expensive bubble. Massively, massively, and a huge actually demographic of, of, of VO users are uh, sort of these college academies, so these football for, for education academies, where yeah. you know, players have been. You know, let go pretty ruthlessly at times. Like you know, you're, you're 16, you're part, you're you know, you're sorry, you're 15, and you're part of an academy. You get told you know, on a Monday morning that, um, by the way, the worst you know, possible age to be let go as well. Yeah, they say, you buy, they say, they say 15 to 18 is like that. That's the worst age to be let go. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and 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 yeah, you're not coming back. And uh, and sorry, we will find you some alternative clubs. But do you? But in the meantime, you know, go to our football for education program and and, and get your your B tech or your A levels. Um, and it's there where I think the product is really coming into its own now. We've had mm. um, you know, a lot of players uh, up at academies that you know no one really would have heard of, and no, 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 no one really, uh, really knows about who have you know clipped and, and sent their their footage off to you know the Barnsley, Carlisle. Um, even there was a lad from, from from an academy called Parkview who went over to. Kiova Verona by sending his video clips into this Italian team in, in, in Serie B and, and, and got got signed like that's that's crazy that. that's <laughs> like like he, he's taken he's taken matters I think it was his dad as well but he him and his dad <laughs> taken matters into their own hands to basically say well right let's let's try and generate a move uh the college was was filming all these games on VO they bought a VO for that reason the college really supported that sort of um real push from you know a parental and uh and, and the player himself as well 
generating a, an amazing move to Italy. Um, and obviously a bit of a difference from going from like, uh, I think it was Chester the Street is where the academy is going from there down to Verona. It must have been a bit of a culture shock, but still, um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, a, it's, it's a nice story. But stuff like that, I think, is bound to happen more and more and more oh, definitely. as we see the product grow. Um, and that's really exciting for us, I think. Hi, Stevie. Hi, Stevie. Um, <laughs> no, I wouldn't mind a move to Italy. You know, I, I'm on the one myself on the view. Yeah. <laughs> Shift a bit of timber and start getting some highlights together. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Any, anyone, anyone can do it now. <laughs> um, so, Ollie, I'd imagine you've, you've, you've spoke to quite a few people within football. Have you got any funny stories about people you've interacted with? You mentioned Burnley. You've not, you've not run into Sean Dyche and had a fight, have you? No, no. I mean, to be honest with you, we, we don't. We don't really uh, get to speak to, to the managers at all. It's more, it's more the academies and the yeah. uh, and I suppose the, um, the the backroom staff and the analysts mm. that we speak to. All of whom, I mean, what I would say is they're all really professional. They're all who you know the kind of people that you think they are. They're they're really intelligent. Mm. They're you know super engaging and uh, and they and they love football. Like it's, it's obviously it's their job and it's all they talk about. Um, so uh, it's very difficult to sometimes have a laugh with them because all they want to yeah. talk about is is, is, is football and the product. They're quite serious, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I'll, yeah, so uh, yeah, try. You can test the ones that can that they can have a bit of a laugh and a joke with. Uh, but uh, but but yeah, I mean yeah, I've, I've met some some relatively interesting people um, and you know uh, had a, a, a webinar the other week uh, with Guillaume Balaguer with the. Uh, mm. I see. The, um, Spanish football journalist, and uh, he runs. He's the chairman uh, of a team called Biggles Road United, who uh, who play in non-league um, in just the north of London. He's essentially, you know, bought the club and trying to stamp some Latin flavour and some <laughs> La Liga flavour onto uh, <laughs> onto the club with with varying degrees of success. That they've done really well last season. Obviously, unfortunately, won't go up because of the current situation. But um, I think they were headed that way. Um, but Again, you know, people I speak to, Guillaume included, he's just the most passionate man about football and about clubs you'll ever meet. And um, I think that's what makes my job so easy because I'm really passionate about football so I can talk all day to him about, you know, the best way to play and the best way to sort of build a club as well. Because what I, mm. the, the, when you speak to these non-league clubs, you're not only you know getting to grips with what they do on the pitch and the way they want to play, but you're also getting to grips with all the challenges and the the issues that they have, have off the pitch, yeah. including mm-hmm. stuff like filming and and, and you know local councils and, uh, and and all sorts of things that they're trying to get funding for sort of planning permission for, for floodlights and all, all those kind of cool stories which is which is great another one i really should mention which is such an interesting club and, and, and such an amazing club really is is lewis fc have you ever heard of them before ever heard of that that, that name lewis fc yeah lewis does it ring a bell so they are the first and i think one of two uh, clubs in the entire world. The other one, I think, is in Lesotho. Um, but one of uh, two clubs in the entire world that pay their women the same amount as their men. That's um, I knew oh, I'd well. heard of them. Yeah, from yeah, that's yeah. Why, yeah. <laughs> so, so their um, uh, men, I think, are in the Isthmian League, um, mm. which is like the fourth or fifth uh, tier um, below the the conference, um, maybe third tier below the conference. And their women are in the championship, uh, WSL championship. Yeah. Mm. Um, and uh, it's so interesting speaking to people like them because they just have such an amazing vision about how a community football club should be run. And they're doing yeah. it completely the right way. And I suppose it is feels a bit on us to, to try and sort of promote that and really try and sort of hopefully get the word out that 
actually being a, a, a community-owned club and a, and uh, and building a club from using sort of everyone's ownership and it's like they're obviously like a, a, a totally community ownership club so anyone can buy a share you get your share and yeah. instead of buying a season ticket and all that kind of thing um, but they've built so much over the last five or six years and you know having the opportunity to speak with someone like that and seeing that oh it can be done it's only been done in about six or seven years and they are paying women and men the same and they are sort of equality across the club not just payments but also the same pitches the same coaching levels the same you know cameras which they use ours yeah. um and stuff like that is 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 really interesting, and uh, and that you know is probably the main reason why I love the job so much is because you get to meet and mm. uh, and speak to people with such a such an interesting vision about football. And for me, that's potentially where it's going to go now. Um, hopefully, yeah. football anyway. Uh, I don't know about you guys, <clears throat> but I've been a bit disenfranchised recently by sort of watching millionaires running around on massively yes it's a hard old job which is why we are we are primarily a, a comedy based podcast and we do spend yeah. most of the time making, making fun of those millionaires and uh, yeah. poking fun at them um exactly exactly we try not um, to take it a bit too seriously and I, I really do love that story and it's something about well look into and uh, like you say you know getting to you know the philosophy the philosophy and that built into the personality of a club and, and getting to to speak to those kind of people and and i hope that is a marker they've laid down that and other clubs do follow suit um, uh, you know, it's, that this is why you know, you know, we do what we do as well, so we can we can have just at least a fingertip on the edge of football. Uh, <laughs> it must be, um, talk, yeah. It must be great to see like grassroots and lower league clubs and and things like that uh, become more professional and 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 things like that. Because um, you know, I, when when I used to play, it was it was just twenty two blokes turn up on a pitch on a Sunday and, and just kick each other for ninety minutes. Um yeah. but I mean now, yeah. you know, th- like like you were saying earlier, the chance to film film your goals and stuff like that. I mean, I'd love to sort of watch myself back in my in my yeah. prime at sort of fourteen, <laughs> but <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. No, I think it's uh, it's something that, that you know I've done myself. I actually I, I played um last season and uh I play in like the um uh, step seven of the National League system. It's the lowest step you can play before. So if you go into proper amateur football, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So still sort of semi-serious, quite a nice, uh, a nice balance really. Um, but we played sort of six months of uh, of the season last year, obviously, and uh, I got injured for two, but then didn't score in about ten games and I'm, I'm playing up front, so that's not very good. So I haven't actually <laughs> seen myself uh, myself score a goal on it yet, but. I've, uh, I run the social media account for for the for the club, so I'm always sticking up goals and uh, and finding cool moments on the uh, on the platform that's really easy to navigate and stuff. So that's really good. But I think, as you said, sort of professionalised. I don't I don't think we want to go about sort of I suppose professionalising grassroots football. Am I yeah. not the right word? I think you know um, giving it a helping hand in its ability to commercialise would yeah. be where I see it going. Um, you know, it used to be the fact that grassroots clubs would, you know, in, you know, when I was playing and, you know, up until about two or three years ago, we'd sort of have a, a sponsored deal with a local pub where we go down there, we get free pizza, free chips <laughs> yeah. and, and a pint and that's your sponsorship. And that's great, you know, all well and good, social, you know, really important, but that's not very, very meaningful when you having to pay pitch fees, referees, um, yeah. footballs, you know, sometimes transport, all of that kind of stuff. And that's where video becomes so integral to that. Now everyone lives in their phones, everyone's living on social media and being able to create a digital footprint for your club by using that content and creating that content yourself is, is so important, I think. 
Absolutely, and uh, being, being head of social media, I'm sure when you do get that goal, it'll be played over and over again. You've no idea, um, I've been waiting for so long. I com- <laughs> <laughs> and I completely agree with you. I mean, grassroots is a battle to stay alive a lot of the time. Even in the good times, sometimes it's a battle to stay alive yeah. and, and keep the club, club afloat. Anything that can ease that battle and uh, and doesn't mean you need to go knocking doors so much, uh, you know, for, for donations and, and, and sponsorships and, and stuff like that that can just, you know, make it, make it, because that, that can sometimes take the wind out of people, you know, when, when things aren't going your way and, and sometimes it is hard to get that sponsorship or it is hard to get, you know, all the lads to chip in their, their hard-earned money, especially, you know, we live in, in particularly rough times just now and, uh, yeah, anything that can just, you know, just make that, that, that slight bit easier. Um, <laughs> but we are approaching... Uh, uh, the, the end of our, our time here and I just want to say thanks very much for coming on Ollie and it's been a, it's been a really interesting conversation no worries guys thank you so much for having me cheers mate yeah I've enjoyed that it's been really really informative cheers <laughs> right and we will be back in a couple of days with our Premier League review and best 11 uh, we will see you on the next one cheerio bye find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.